0: This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Welcome to Scissors and Scrubs Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving. And as usual, you've always picked something fun, Mm -hmm. fun for Thanksgiving. Um... I cover topics that make me want to throw up, mm-hmm. and Laura adds to what happens when all that bile comes up and you throw it makes you want to throw up. Yeah. So normally I would probably have Laura go because I went first last time, but I cover two really disgusting things, so we're going to sandwich her between nastiness. Yes. Um, trichinosis. Lovely. Trichinosis. Now, I know we associate it with pork. Yeah. So maybe people don't like turkey and they're and a the ham. A pork on what? thanksgiving They put sausage and stuffing. Sausage and stuffing. Boom. Thank you, mm-hmm. Laura. I mean, I don't, but people do. I put sausage and stuffing. um Yes. So I get it from mayo.com mm-hmm. and the 11 symptoms of trichinosis treatment, life cycle, and disease. There you go. Boom. Okay. So sometimes trichinosis mm-hmm. is referred to as trichinellosis Yeah. Oh. trichinellosis Well, that's a lot. Yeah. Hmm. It's a type of roundworm infection. The worms need a host body to reproduce. Worms always need a goddamn host. <sighs> yeah. mm. So most common hosts are bears, moose, and wild boar. Oh. They primarily infect meat-eating animals such as the above mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that can't be right. Because bear doesn't really eat a ton of meat. They're omnivores. So they eat, eat veggies. Mm. That doesn't make sense, but that's what it said. <laughs> And they also uh, infect pigs. So I think what happens is the carnivores that eat those animals, i.e. humans, are the ones that get infected. Mm -hmm. An infection occurs when the undercooked or raw meat from these animals is ingested. When meat with the trichinosis larvae is ingested, Mm -hmm. the larvae mature into adult wounds that then reproduce more larvae that travel through various tissues. It's widespread in rural areas throughout the world. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In hog-raising areas in the United States. I didn't know there was hog-raising areas. Oh, yeah, those hog farms. Hog-raising areas. Mm -hmm. Um, Squealing and squealing squealing. (laughs) It's disgusting. My mother used to live near a pig farm. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Sign and symptoms vary depending on the amount of larvae you have ingested. Mm -hmm. When you swallow infected meat, the trichinella are encased in a cyst. Ew. <laughs>
1: That's worse than just being a worm.
0: <laughs> it's a worm with a home. Uh. So it comes into a little spaceship. Uh. Down your it uh. Into uh. your digestive rack. Where the acid eats away its little home. Mm-hmm. And it goes into your in- small intestines. Mm-hmm. Your digestive juices dissolve the cyst. Letting the parasite free into your body. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just get more disgusting as you talk about mm-hmm. them. The larvae then penetrate the wall of the small intestines. Where they mature and mate. In the wall of your intestine. Yeah. It's like a big potty in there. Mm. You didn't know that? It's like Club 54, you know? Once I was alive, I was petrified. (laughs) Girls are all wearing Halston dresses. (laughs) Um, Abdominal symptoms can start one to two days after ingestion. Uh Other symptoms start two to eight weeks after ingestion. Mild cases may have no symptoms at all. That would be nice. Your abdominal systems are... What would be number one, Laura? Uh, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. You are right on nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, and fatigue. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting when there's a party going on. in Your yeah. stomach. There's a party in my. Do you remember that? Um. Do you ever watch your stupid Gabagab? There's a Joe party Gabba. in my tummy. Yeah. So yummy. Yeah, that's what the I hated larvae that is saying. Show so much. I hated it. It was so freaking stupid. It was the stupidest show. There's Mike a loved party it. in my tummy. So yummy.
1: Because so some yum. rap, some rapper was on it. Biz Markie was on it. No, it's somebody else. This
0: is Beats of the Day. Remember that. Someone else that does music was on it. I think
1: the Flaming Lips
0: were in an episode. I don't know. Awful. Hating. It was awful. It was awful. But mm-hmm. yes, um, business beats of the day. He's dead now. Okay. So about a week after infection, the adult females produce larvae that go through the intestinal wall into your bloodstream and eventually burrow into muscle and other tissues. Oh. hmm I love the burrowing of um, tissue. Mm. These symptoms include high fever, mm-hmm. muscle pain and tenderness. hmm Swellings of the eyelids and face. Ew. Weakness, headache, sensitivity to light, conjunctivitis, and there could be. Are they in your eyes? Why is it I your eyes? I don't know, eyes? but why it's splinter, your you can have splinter hemorrhages under your fingernails too. Oh. <gasps> These are the signs they're going to look for for uh, trichinella. Why are they in your eyes? I don't. I don't know why they're in your <laughs> eyes. But they're up there. I don't
1: like that. Like they fine, a, my thigh muscle. They have a party. My eyes is completely different.
0: Uh, severe cases complications related to trichinosis over here. Uh huh. In case of heavy infestation, oh. larvae can migrate to vital organs, causing potentially dangerous, even fatal complications, including mm-hmm. myocarditis an inflammation of the myocardium, encephalitis, inflammation of your brain, mm-hmm. meningitis, inflammation of the membranes around your CSF, mm-hmm. and pneumonia, yes. which can eventually all lead to death. death. Bum, bum, bum. Diagnosis. Mm-hmm. There's no accurate test for early infection. They'll kind of look and be like, "Where did you eat?" So when I did the public health, mm-hmm. there's also another thing you get from undercooked pork. So all these show up at barbecues because people yeah. don't cook the ribs the enough. Sausages. they don't cook the sausages and yeah. not they like you should boil the sausages before you cook them. So there was a, I forgot what the other thing was. It was some Bobiosis, or was that with text? I don't remember, but it had to do with undercooked pork. Yeah. So when it burrows into the tissues, they can do a, my, uh, a muscle biopsy, and that can tell them they'll see the, the larvae in mm, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they usually take a food history, and they check your symptoms, and if even if you don't treat it, it eventually resolves on its own. I don't know why they get tired of you, but they eventually get tired okay. of you. Um, if you have intense symptoms, Mintenzol can be used to kill off the adult worms in Albinza.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, vermox can treat the invasive cyst form. Listen, even if I don't have intense cyst- symptoms You're giving me that shit Because I don't want I'm them borrowing in I'm me I'm drinking this drink yeah. yeah, that's what I'm drinking uh. Okay On average, the U.S. has about 12 to 20 cases per year In the last two decades Oh, so not a lot uh, In 2007, the, Poland had a meat supplier Pass out infected meat that infected hundreds of people with uh. trichinosis 2017, 17 people were infected after eating smoked brown bear cub Ew. In Katajia, Russia Oh my god mm. Mm-hmm. Who eats a bear cub and smokes it? Mm. Risk factors. And mm-hmm. f- proper food prep. Undercooking your meat. Rural areas in the U.S. Around hog farming regions. Mm-hmm. High infection rate. Consuming wild or non-commercial meats. Eating bear or walrus. Walrus, walrus? is high. Yes. Yeah. You know, you're up in Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. You're a little hungry. Stop and shop is closed. There's a walrus sitting on the beach. He oh, looks like he's it. got a lot of meat. I don't know. I think quick two to the head would do well, it for I mean, one. if you're just walking down the beach, you might not have a gun on Well, that. I mean, he's a walrus. He's big. I don't, sure. know. I don't know if, Yeah. you know, maybe they're like the Mike Myers of animals. Where they just do, don't go down. No matter what you do, nothing yeah. kills them. Uh, so, prevention. Cook your meat! Exclamation point three times over. Cook meat from wild animals and pork to an internal temp of 160 degrees Fahrenheit throughout. Mm-hmm. Cook your poultry to 165 degrees Fahrenheit and wait three minutes after you remove your meat for the heat before you eat it because it will continue to rise yes. and temp and cook. You can freeze pork that is less than six inches in thick for three weeks. This will kill your parasite, oh. though the parasites will still live in wild animal meat no matter how long you freeze them, which I find bizarre.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know what that meat has that your domestic animal doesn't have, yeah, but it, it will live. Smoking, curing, or pickling your meat will not kill it. So those pickled pig's feet, not going to kill it. Don't eat them, Laura. Don't eat them anyways. Don't serve them for appetizers at Thanksgiving dinner. Imagine a big fucking plate of pickled pig's feet (laughs) just hanging out hooves, ears. (sighs) And, Laura, if you decide to change your mind and make sausages, Mm -hmm. clean your meat grinder thoroughly. Oh god. You know, I was going to stop making my own. I I had a feeling you were going to make walrus sausages yes. for Thanksgiving. I was. Or wild boar sausages. Yeah. I know Mike's a big hunter. Yeah, I'm going to get an um, old meat grinder and make it that old meat grinder that Nana used to use and just yeah. I can start pouring out some walrus meat ahead. sausages for stuffing. Oh yeah. Just make sure between the walrus and the moose meat sausages oh. that you clean your thing grinder thoroughly. Okay. And that is disgusting little I don't know sister- why they're in your eyes. Or you into your fingernails. I don't know if you're just hemorrhaging because they're, like, backing up shit. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, like, conjunctivitis and yeah, nice. eyelids swelling. I, I like don't like little that. I the cyst forms. I mean, like I don't like that. Any of it. But my eyes are and... really bothering yep. me. Yep. Yep. They're nasty. Nasty. So that's the first thing that made me want to vomit today. Yeah, that's gross. All right, Laura, take it away.
1: All right. So we're just going to talk about GERD. GERD! We're not going to make anybody
0: sick with this. Um, GERD makes me sick. I'm not going to lie. You know when you're like eating and you burp up your own intestinal juice and it feels like it's thrown up in your mouth? I have a lead stomach. Oh god. You've never thrown up in your mouth. I mean very rarely. If I that mean, it's that burn and that taste. Yeah. Nope. If that's what GERD is, I'm good. Yeah. So
1: I got this information from MayoClinic.org. Um, GERD is a gastroesophageal <laughs> reflux <laughs> disease. It's when your stomach acid flows back up into your esophagus, which irritates the lining of your esophagus. Yeah. So your stomach acid can only stay in your stomach. Yeah. Because stomach's built for the stomach acid. Esophagus very delicate it's tissue. Spinnicky. It's Your finnicky. acid should not be in it. It will hurt the lining. Yeah. Tons of people experience reflux once in a while. Like you just said, like you eat something, you're full. You, you get the up that juice, little burps of the juice.
0: And all of a sudden you're like, well, I threw up in my mouth.
1: Yeah, that's not GERD. Oh. GERD, I mean, it's reflux. like, you're what is that? refluxing your acid, but it's not, you don't have GERD. Okay. It's like a one-off, you know, yeah. what I mean? like if it happens once in a great while, you know, you ate you had three glasses of coffee. Yeah. You had a glass of wine. You had chocolate. Going on
0: there. You had some
1: peppers and onions. You get it coming <laughs> Jesus up. Jesus
0: Christ! what the fuck you am you at I day. Yeah. Day. Had a the feast a day. in the
1: north end. <laughs> <laughs> when a reflex <laughs> comes up from that, when you get some <laughs> acid up, yeah. And... I don't know who wouldn't have reflex uh, after one. Me. Sausages, coffee. Nothing. A
0: um,
1: couple of cokes in there too. Yeah. If you so if that you know if you have a day you're eating that shit, it comes back up on you. You don't have grit. You're just reflexing because yeah. of all that. GERD is, but GERD is like a mild reflex that occurs at least two times a week. So you have to have it two times a week. Okay. Mild symptoms. Or severe reflex that occurs at least once a week. So it is a constant yeah. thing. They can be severe or they can be mild, but if it, if it happens if it's several times often. a week, you have GERD. Yeah. Um, Not the one-off, you know, my mother can't eat peppers and onions. <laughs> like,
0: that's not GERD. I would she love it if it was once a week. Like, How often do you have it? It's- it's constant. Like daily? Yeah. Well, Is it like that to open your mouth, feeling? Well, yeah. you it's Yeah. Not- it. If I don't take my pill, yeah, that's what
1: happens. It's not only once a week, but it has to be at least once a week. Um, so symptoms of GERD. There's a burning sensation in your chest, usually after eating, and it may be worse at night. You have chest pain, difficulty swallowing, regurgitation of food or sour liquid. <laughs> um, or a failing of having a lump in your throat. Um, nighttime GERD has the following symptoms. Chronic cough, laryngitis, new or worsening asthma, and disrupted sleep.
0: Wow. So asthma, what's getting your lungs? Because you, um, laying down.
1: Um, what's it called? Help me. It goes back up into your lungs. Aspirate. You aspirate. Um, causes of GERD. So when you swallow something, there's a circular band of muscle at the end of your esophagus that relaxes. That band is called the lower esophageal sphincter.
0: Those sphincters, they cause you so much trouble.
1: Um, When it relaxes, it lets the fluid of food flow into the stomach. Once that food gets into your stomach, the sphincter closes again. It's only supposed to let things down. Not let back up. Not let back up. If that sphincter is weak or relaxes at abnormal times for whatever reason, it allows stomach acid to flow back up into the esophagus. That backwash irritates the lining of the esophagus and causes it to become inflamed.
0: Mike, you have a lot of backwash because you have a lazy sphincter. Well, I yeah. say the caffeine
1: weakens that, and I haven't had any caffeine in a week, and I am getting better. better. Oh, just saying. That would kill me, though. Um, well, there's other things that cause it that you have Not since bad. squashed. Like obesity. Hiatal hernia. He was a... He, What did the doctor say to you? He goes, the doctor said the O word to me. That's when he lost the weight. I was like, finally, the doctor said it. So he lose
0: the weight. Oh my, lost a lot of weight. He looks great.
1: Um, Obesity um, helps give you reflux. Hiatal hernia, which is when your esophagus is up. I mean, your stomach is up into your chest Mm -hmm. because
0: there's a A hole through your diaphragm.
1: A weakening in the wall. Yeah. Um, So that makes your stomach squeeze because it's up in your chest instead of in your abdomen. Causes is that reflux pregnancy because everything gets Mm -hmm. loose in pregnancy and it's pushed way up and there's tons of pressure on your stomach Um, connective tissue disorders which makes your sphincter weak and delayed stomach emptying they all put you at a greater risk for GERD smoking eating large meals or eating late at night eating trigger foods like fried or fatty foods drinking alcohol or caffeine or taking certain meds like aspirin can aggravate your GERD
0: yeah makes sense Um, If you have
1: GERD and have chronic inflammation, they can lead to severe, several complications. Um, You can get an esophageal stricture. That's when the damage from the stomach acid can cause scar tissue, which can lead to a narrowed esophagus, which makes it difficult to swallow. So then food starts getting stuck in your esophagus. And then you're choking choking. and throwing up. Yep. It's it's awful. Um, That's going to hurt too. Yeah. It can lead to a stomach ulcer because the acid can wear away tissue in the esophagus. This will cause an open sore in your esophagus, which can bleed Ouch. cause obvious pain. You're swallowing Ouch. constantly over that raw yeah. open surface um, and cause difficulty swallowing. Obviously yeah. it's going to hurt. That's You're not going to want to do bofo. it. Um, it can also lead to Barrett's esophagus. This is when the acid causes precancerous changes to the tissue lining, the lower esophagus. Um, and that increases your risk of esophageal, esophageal cancer. cancer yeah. um, you should see a doctor if you experience severe or frequent GERD symptoms and or if you take over-the-counter meds for heartburn more than twice a week. So if you haven't seen a doctor but you're constantly you popping tongues or yeah. whatever over-the-counter medicine you're on for it, you need to go see a doctor because this stuff is going to ruin your esophagus. Um, when you see a doctor, they'll perform several tests. Well, they can perform several tests to see what's happening and how extensive the damage is. First, they'll ask you, what's happening? What are your symptoms? What are you eating? What are your what's your weight? What's then they can do these tests. There's an upper endoscopy. That's when the doctor inserts a long, thin, flexible tube that has a light and camera attached down your throat to see your esophagus, the sphincter, and the stomach. They can see if there's inflammation. They can even biopsy the tissue to check for Barrett's esophagus. Some
0: reason the smell of esophagoscopies make me sick.
1: Yeah, because it's acid, it's,
0: and it's in their mouth, yeah. and it just grosses me out. I don't even want to touch that thing with gloves yeah. on when it, it comes stinks. out. It makes I don't know why it bothers me more than a colonoscopy. Because everybody knows the smell of shit, right. but that acid smells something. Sm- it's yet. just disgusting.
1: Um, they can do a pH probe test. They place a monitor into your esophagus that is attached to a portable monitor that you wear around your waist or over your shoulder. Um, the monitor can be a thin tube threaded through your nose into your esophagus or me crazy. a clip placed into your esophagus during an endoscopy and that you, you poop that clip out about two <laughs> days later. This tells them when and how long stomach acid gets regurgitated. Um, this would be off the chats. No, my, I'll tell you about my sister. Um, You can have a barium swallow. For this, you'll drink a drink of barium. It is this thick, chalky, white, chalky substance. Shit. Everybody always has it all over their face yes, after they drink it's it. It's just disgusting. It's gross. It coats your digestive tract. And then they take x-rays so mm-hmm. they can see it coming down More. your digestive tract. Um, And they can see how everything flows through. If it's coming back up, if it's mm-hmm. going down, if it's emptying, they can see what's going on in your tract. So you're diagnosed with GERD. What's next? Based on the symptoms (laughs) and the results of your tests, your doctor can prescribe over-the-counter meds like antacids that neutralize your stomach acids. The ones that neutralize your stomach acid at Tums, Rolaids, Mm -hmm. Mylanta, anything like that. Meds to reduce acid production like Pepsid and meds that block acid production and heal the esophagus like Prilosec or Prevacid. If needed, they have Pepsid, Prevacid, Prilosec, and other drugs Drugs like Protonix and Nexium in prescription strength. So if those over the counter's not, not touching enough. you, you get a prescription strength one. These prescriptions come with side effects though, like vitamin B twelve deficiency and increase of bone fractures. Oh, wow. Um, wow. yeah. There's also baclofen, which is a prescription med that helps strengthen the lower esophageal sphincter.
0: So These for the um, kids with CP, baclofen to strengthen. That yeah, to strengthen that.
1: Yeah. Tone better. Um, if meds don't help, there are surgical interventions. You can have a Lap-nisin. lap, laparoscopic nissen fundiplication.
0: I love that word. Fundiplication.
1: Um, it's a minimally, minimally invasive surgery where they wrap the top of your stomach around the lo- lower esophageal sphincter to tighten the muscle. Um, they do it with a scope. You have a couple incisions, mm-hmm. a couple yeah.
0: sutures in there and boom, it's mm-hmm. done.
1: You can have a lynx device placement. The lynx device is a ring of tiny magnetic beads and they wrap that around the sphincter. The magnetic attraction of the beads keeps the sphincter closed Unless you're swallowing food. It's strong enough to keep it closed, but it's weak enough to open when you have to swallow something. It's kind of cool. Yeah. This can be placed with a laparoscopic procedure again. Um, If you have a hiatal hernia, if your stomach is up in your chest instead of in your abdomen, which causes reflux, um, you can have surgery to have that repaired. They pull your stomach down out of your chest. They close the um, The deficit in your um, diaphragm and your stomach's back where it's supposed to be. They can do that laparoscopic too. Um, things that you can do at home to improve your GERD are maintain a healthy weight,
0: stop smoking, elevate the head of your bed. <laughs> I just <laughs> bought one of those beds. I'm like I'm 90 years old. Yeah. I lay in bed. Remember Craftmatic adjustable beds I with hope- our link letter? I'm like laying in bed watching TV now.
1: Um, don't lie down after a meal. Eat slowly. Avoid trigger foods like fatty or fried foods, tomato sauce, alcohol, chocolate, mint, which I, mint is
0: like so good for your stomach. I found that odd. Isn't ginger good for your stomach?
1: Yeah, but mint like every like have a mint tea like if your stomach's yeah, upset, that's why yeah. you have mint. Um garlic, onion, and caffeine. Everything and avoid I love.
0: Mm-hmm. literally everything I love.
1: Yeah. Um and avoid tight clothing because that puts pressure on your abdomen <laughs> and the sphincter. Um so that's it for GERD. So I did that because, well, Mike doesn't shut up about it. <laughs> and um oh, <laughs> Sam had GERD. Growing up. Grown up. Um Jack has it now. My sister has severe GERD. My grandfather died of esophageal cancer. Oh, wow. So where, so growing up, my sister had, we would, hey, she would have the bell on the door because she slept locked. And then you would go in her room in the morning. You know the smell of the upper yep. endoscopy? Yep. Her bedroom. It stink like it. Reeked. I mean, re- it was like you were walking into someone's stomach. It smelled so bad. She was like this little teeny tiny girl.
0: Imagine your teeth and shit.
1: Reeked from the acid. It's I mean, you have never smelled something like that. She had her bed up. We had the head, of, like the top part of her bed, the legs on yeah. bricks to keep it. Cause you're supposed to elevate it like six mm-hmm. to nine inches. Um, she had medicine. She had that pH probe. I, I remember her, there's a picture of her. She was so skinny and she's wicked tall. Yeah. There's a picture of her, in my mother's bed. So she looks like even tinier. Yeah. Cause it was like a queen bed or something. And, she has the ph probe and she has the little machine that's connected to her in her hand and she like looks like she's like an orphan and she has the bangs and the thing on. she looks like she's dying and she's so thin and i'm like oh my god i remember thinking oh my god she must be dying cause she has this thing down her stupid nose. Probe. and oh was that god. thing off
0: the hook huh
1: oh yeah it was ridiculous it was i mean cunt, the numbers were ridiculous she's was she had terrible terrible what she are they, had, they done for she's had been on like every medicine under the sun santac and mm-hmm. prevas and whatever prescription meds and then one of them, I can't remember which one it was at the time. She got pancreatitis from it
0: when Holy she was shit. a teenager.
1: And she had to be in the hospital, like, for yeah, pancreatitis a while, a, a long time. And they kept saying, like, well, how much do you drink? How much? And she's like, I don't drink. And she didn't because her mm-hmm. reflux was so bad, she, she never couldn't. drank. She couldn't because it would hurt it so bad. And they, like, wouldn't believe her. She's like, I don't drink. I don't. And then they finally figured out it was the medicine that caused the pancreatitis. Anyway, so since then, she has had a lapnison. Ah, uh, make a um, much better. I think she's still on I. I'm not sure if I'm correct about that. I think she still has to take meds. I think she does still have it, but it did help her. Um, I think she was thinking about getting it redone, though, because it it's is still bad. It's really bad. I, and I um, don't quote me on this. I feel like recently she might have said that her endoscopy came back Barrett's esophagus.
0: Did we, back in the day, remember on the intestinal tray, we used to have the um vagal nerve? Hop? Yeah. Was that to stop? the production of some of that juice that's in your stomach? Like, why oh, did we do vagotomies? We were vagotomies, too? To, because of people with ulcers and you were trying to, to... Yeah, open it. I mean... To decrease the yeah. amount of... um. Like, I wonder why they don't do those anymore. I don't know. And we go, don't even have it anymore. No? I haven't seen one of no. those. The Vegas Narf Huck. We used to do those all the time. Yeah. Give me the Vegas Narf Huck. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't well, remember. some of you old school techs and OI oh, nurses yeah. will yeah, remember, remember that's like a long-ass... One of those crochet hooks, the yeah, yeah. hook on the other. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen one of those in yet. I should Google it because yeah. um, what was a vagotomy for? I should have been doing that in the beginning. But I swear I thought it was to get rid of some of the people were producing. You know, because people were getting ulcers before they realized it was H pylori. And they right. Would... Maybe. And they I would... don't remember. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, guys. Listening to this makes my stomach burn. Yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> burn, so,
1: baby, burn. You gotta get it treated though, because esophageal cancer is no good choice no, no no not at all no, It's not good no, and it'll, it'll just, just burn and burn and burn and then your cells change and then you, you know, know, know what the wolf. worst part is it's not the pain it's when i haven't had this in a while because i treat it but your mouth would fill up with that Ugh. fluid it like fill. It, you have to spit and i'm sure that's why you see people spit on the ground it's
0: disgusting yeah it's disgusting it would just fill up to the point mm. where you can't hold it in
1: sam never had that though Sam had wicked reflex as a baby and then as a child he was losing weight for like a year when he was a little older and he was on meds and stuff but he would smell like my I would walk in I'd be like oh you have is your stomach hurt and he's like yep I'm like I know because I can smell your acid and his breath will smell like the acid sometimes but he's gotten gradually better over the years but we raised the head of his bed he had the crib raised he had it hurting. you don't I mean kids
0: little babies get it all the time
1: he had it as a baby but then as he got old, it went away when he was like a toddler. And when he got older, it came back. When he was like six or seven, he was, he was every we had to go to the doctors
0: every month. And every month, he would drop weight. Okay, so I just looked up why we did vagotomies while you were saying that. Uh, they were traditionally done to treat peptic ulcers by reducing the amount of acid your stomach produced. These days, it is rarely done on its own. Instead, people usually start taking antibiotics to clear up the H. pylori uh, infection or protein pump inhibitors to reduce stomach acid. But it seems like you might want to do that before you do anything else more drastic, because it wasn't a big
1: deal. But maybe it didn't work, or something. Uh, maybe you know, what I mean? maybe it wasn't as yeah. successful as.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, we do them all the time. It was Vegas, as nerve. Work. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know, but just go get seen get if you're, you're having to it do. Could kill yeah, you in if the you're long popping tums constantly,
0: go to the doctor. Yeah. When my mother-in-law was having a heart attack, she was getting heartburn because women tend to get heartburn, and. Uh, my father, I mean, I remember her asking me, like, does it cause this? I'm like, mm, no, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. And she had been having a for three days. He's like, when she was in bed, there's Tums all over the bed. I thought, mm. so you were having a heart attack for three yeah. days. Didn't end well. No. Um. Okay. So on that note, we're going to mm-hmm. move on to this really made me want to puke, um, tapeworms. Though uh, I have been fascinated with tapeworms since a kid. When I was younger, I was
1: very thin. And I eat, I eat like, you see how yeah. I eat. I've always eaten like that. I have never not eaten like a truck driver. <laughs> I eat like a ridiculous amount of food and like, You must have a
0: tapeworm. Yeah. How do you eat that and you are that thin? You must have a tapeworm. You should go get a seat by the no, doctor." Oh, it's ridiculous. It's, I no. should check Cameron for a tapeworm. You should check Cameron um, for a tapeworm. <laughs> they have fascinated me the thought of a worm that eats all your food. Like, what do they look like? Mm-hmm. I've always been fascinated by them. They're actually fucking disgusting. Yeah. Uh, so I get my information from mayoclinic.com. Tapeworm infection is caused by ingesting food or water contaminated with the worm eggs or larvae. Mm. If you eat or drink water contaminated with feces <sniffs> from a person who is infected with tapeworm, that's how you get it. Mm. I.e., a dog is pooping, infected tapeworm poops on the ground, it goes into the soil, the soil washes into your drinking water, you now have tapeworms. Yeah. Um, if you eat raw or undercooked meat, back to not cooking your meat. Mm-hmm. From an infected animal, you get tapeworm. Mm -hmm. Tapeworms consist of a head, a neck, and a chain of segments called proclotids. When infected, the head adheres to the abdominal wall, and it continues to make proclotids uh, and more and more and more of them. So it's like a sausage. Kind of. Like a sausage. And those produce eggs, and the eggs keep going. Tapeworms can grow up to 80... Feet. No, they long. cannot. 80 feet long and can live up to 30 years. Oh! <laughs> so maybe you do have a tapeworm. Maybe. Okay. No, I've gained weight in between. 80 <laughs> feet <laughs> long and he is now living with you like a fucking parrot because it's 30 years in. you still got your goddamn tapeworm. 30 years. 30 years. Oh, my Mayo God. MayoClinic.com. 30 years. <laughs> Literally, if I could have written... Vomit 80 emojis. feet? That's like as long as my house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because they must just collapse on each other. Yeah. You know. Um, I wanted to put little vomit emojis as yeah. I was writing this up. Okay. Risk factors. Poor hygiene. Yeah. Big surprise there. Infrequent hand washing and bathing or exposure to livestock, especially with improper removal of their poop. Oh. Traveling to developing countries. Eating raw or undercooked meats. Living in endemic areas, i.e., Latin America. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of worms, it seems like. When we Latin just did America, our well, I'm going to bring up another place we talk about all the time with infection. Not China, but China. Mm-hmm. Sub-Saharan Africa. Yes. How many things have come out of sub-Saharan yeah. Africa or Southeast Asia? Mm-hmm. Places that have free-range pigs. Yeah. I believe, I could be wrong, I believe when I did this um, the Peabody Essex Museum in uh, Salem, mm-hmm. they have this whole exhibit it's called like the chinese house or something and they literally brought an entire home from china Mm -hmm. and rebuilt it at this museum Mm -hmm. and they go through what it was like and this and that they never eat raw vegetables because they fertilize their fields with human feces and then you would have to cook everything so you didn't get all the diseases that you get well i mean
1: you do it with animal feces so i guess
0: yeah, but they eat, like, um, animal feces. You're eating, you know, horses and, and cows and chickens. They're eating grass. I know.
1: No, I'm not. I mean, I'm just saying. Right. It sounds I mean, we're, terrible, but then like, you, like, you do it with shit anyway. So right, it's...
0: we're dirty goddamn animals. Yeah. Okay. So, it just kind of grossed me out. Mm-hmm. So, they don't eat raw vegetables because that's what they're... Yeah, they're going to cook it. Yeah, they think yeah. we're gross. So, symptoms. Many people have no symptoms. Probably the ones who have one for 30 years. Symptoms depend on type of tapeworm you have and where your larvae have migration. Not my eyes, please. Oh, no. No, it's better. Okay, Okay, so intestinal infection, you're going to have nausea, diarrhea, weakness, dizziness, loss of appetite, abdominal pain, Mm -hmm. salt cravings, Hmm. weight loss, and inadequate absorption of food. I know Cameron has a tapeworm now. Okay. (laughs) If larvae... They move out of your intestines. They form cysts in other tissues that can cause um, organ and tissue damage. Those symptoms include headaches, cystic masses or lumps of tapeworms under your fucking skin, Mm. allergic reactions to larvae, and neurologic signs, including seizures. Mm. If you experience any of these, Laura, seek medical attention. Complications. Mm -hmm. You can have an intestinal blockage, you know, because the segments are blocking up shit. Um, if they're big enough, they're going to cause appendicitis because they will completely block off your appendix oh with his proglottids. Yeah, his proglottids are just clogging is, that up. They're just growing, and they can also um, block oh my... off your bile or pancreatic duct.
1: If we ever do a lap, happy. and I see, and there's a worm in it.
0: There's a segment of a tapeworm in there. Uh-huh. I might die. die. I'm going to flee <laughs> out of the room. Okay, I might die. <laughs> you can get neurocysticercosis. Sounds terrible. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can have headaches, seizures, visual impairments, meningitis, hydrocephalus, dementia, and even death from these guys because they will go when they're infecting other things. There's no place for them to grow, so they're clogging it all up. Yes. When organs are infected, the cysts this part made me fucking want to puke. Okay, so the organs are infected with these cysts, mm-hmm. they crowd out the functioning portion of the organ and they're growing and mm-hmm. they're growing and they rupture. Oh, well, I knew you mm-hmm. gotta say that. Yep, mm-hmm. and they release and eggs and larvae when they rupture Ugh. and they infect other organs when they do that mm-hmm. so the ruptured leaking cysts mm-hmm. can cause itchy hives swelling and difficulty breathing you think and they can lead to organ transplants now imagine pulling out an organ of like a liver and it's full of tapeworm nope yep nope i yep. also might die though Yep. I you would you then go to hand to me and be like nope nope oh, mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. hard no Nope. hard no no nope. oh god no so your diagnosis is usually made through a stool sample, shocker. Yeah. So they're looking for worms in your poop. Mm-hmm. And these are real, like, these aren't microscopic. These are, you can see them. Oh. And I'll tell you why. Okay. We're going to talk about a story later. Okay. In a stool sample, the if your stool sample's positive, they're going to do a blood test because they're going to check because there's different types of tapeworms. So they're going to see what kind of antibodies you're building up to it. And they're going to try to do antibiotics that way. In severe cases, you can have an MRI or a CT. You know, see what... what but they're blocking up the glottids. Yeah. Treatment depends on the type of tapeworm. It's usually treated with oral meds. Most common, biltricide. So it must taste like shit, and the worm gets paralyzed. He's like, "Ah, this is gross," and you flush him out. So it. Eighty uh, feet of it. Eighty feet of it. If he's big enough, just... you're gonna know you're getting him out. Oh God. Oh, yeah. So the meds paralyze the tapeworm, which forces it to let go, and it poops him out. Stool samples will be checked one in three months after treatment. If he's big enough. You're gonna have major cramping when he's coming out. You think? Could you're you not even? gonna be able to stand up. You're pooping out a rattlesnake. That's what I envision. You're yeah. pooping out a fucking rattlesnake that's just been living off of you for 30 years. <sighs> so when you're confer- uh when confined to intestines, 95% of people will be cured with this treatment. Oh thank god. Prevention. <laughs> wash your fucking hands. Please. All wash right, your just wash your hands in the bathroom. After the bathroom, before you eat, wash your hands. Wash your hands will prevent so much. A lot, lots you of listen it. to the Lister episode, just wash your hands. Mm-hmm. can't believe we still have to say this. It's unreal. When traveling to high-risk areas, wash and cook all fruit and veggies before eating. But you have to boil the water you're washing with first. Right, because that's dirty. Because that's full. That could be full <laughs> of poop, too. Um, if you're dealing with livestock, properly dispose of human and animal feces. Please. thoroughly cook your meat to temperatures of 145 degrees. You can freeze meat for 7 to 10 days and fish for 24 hours in a freezer at negative 31 degrees Fahrenheit. Because uh, sushi can give you tapeworm. I bet. I bet, depending on where they are coming from. Avoid eating raw or undercooked pork, pork, beef, or fish. Though that's not going to stop me for one second from eating. Sushi. And treat dogs for tapeworm. Okay. Please. So, I remember hearing about this story. It was told on Untold Stories of the ER. Uh And then there was multiple articles about it. Okay. August 2014, Florida. Mm -hmm. Young girl goes to the ER. She is in severe abdominal pain. Mm -hmm. Florida. The nurses and docs are like, she's pregnant. she got to be pregnant. And the girl's like, oh, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm dying. I got to go to the bathroom. They take her to the bathroom. And according to nurse Marica Cabra Osario... The toilet bowl was full of tapeworms. Quote. <gasps> it was gross. She had pooped all these tapeworms. There were a couple that were very long and wiggling, trying to get out of the toilet. Ah. Uh, I would have left her there and been like, <laughs> I'm done. I quit. Out. I'm a <laughs> <was out>. again. <laughs> trying to get out. You would have heard me screaming. Oh yeah. You would I, have I would heard have have me screaming because yeah. I would have been like, Oh my God, this is a toilet bowl. Disgusting. So they go out. And they're in the ER with the mom and they're like, "Um, holy shit, she has tapeworms. Mother goes fucking white. Because the mother had bought the tapeworm eggs in Mexico and fed them to her daughter on purpose. To lose weight. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Because she wanted her to get ahead uh, of the beauty pageant. And just because she was getting ready in a beauty pageant. So the mother says we want, I mean, the nurse is like, yeah, we wondered where the kid got the tapeworms. And mother turns white. The mother starts apologizing to the daughter. Quote, I'm so sorry. You know, I did it just to make you a little skinnier. You needed help before we went on the pageant circuit. Unknown if criminal charges were filed against mom. Uh, It should be. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, mom. Oh my God. Could you? I can't. can't. No. Shitting tapeworms? No. Yeah. How about that you can buy the fucking eggs for that reason? Yeah, that's disgusting. Like, can I have a bundle of tapeworm eggs? Yeah. I'm going to serve them as caviar at my party because yeah. all my girls are a little chunky. Well, They get a little heavy. A little heavy around the hips.
1: Oh my God. How That's gross disgusting. Is that? How gross is that? That's disgusting. <laughs> How gross is that? I was kidding. I don't want a tapeworm. No? That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh my
0: God. Mm-hmm. Imagine going to the bathroom and that thing's looking up at you. You would think there was something like when they
1: gave it that medicine, like it could just shrivel up so you don't have to actually poop out the worm. Oh No. And yeah. it's
0: like multiple worms because she, she is right, sh- shedding the whole time in there. So the little tiny tape worms coming out with it. Oh, no. 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 Die. No. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Enjoy your stuffing and turkey. Make sure you cook, cook all of your thing. goddamn meat. 160 degrees. 160. Just char it just Just char fucking everything call it be safe between the trichinosis and the tapeworm and if that doesn't get you this episode is going to give you gerd. so you're going to just be throwing up in your mouth the whole time you listen to it it's so goddamn gross that's disgusting
1: i cannot believe it's thanksgiving i can't it's my favorite day
0: i but i can't believe it's already it's here yeah i know i can't believe it's Mm -hmm. here it's crazy so um one of our christmas episodes we decided to mix it up a little bit laura and i are giving each other gifts yeah so I gave her a subject I wanted her to research for me because it's something I always want to know about. And she gave me a subject that she wants to know about. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to get Mike to decide oh, what he wants to learn about. I think he wants to learn all the depths of Mike Myers, but I'm just kidding. I don't know. He's <laughs> going to tell us what he wants to learn. And um, if you have any ideas for stuff, throw it in. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't kill everybody on Black Friday. All right. Just stay, Just stay home. home. Shop on the internet. Cyber Monday. It's it makes all about it so that. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean. It's easy. It's quick. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Oh my God. I can't wait. I love it. stepping My daughter was asking me today, like, are we making anything new? I'm like, whoa. No. There's staples on no. Thanksgiving. Mm-mm. Turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, squash. Need to teach her. Pumpkin pie, apple pie. You don't mix with the right... Re- like, it's been this way for centuries. You don't mix with it. I don't understand. I know I've said this before. I don't yeah. understand what people... I'm trying a new stuffing. No. No, fuck you. No. You I'm go with the not- traditions. I want my no, Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner the same thing. <laughs> you bring out dinner. stovetops, so uh, help me God I'm leaving. I am... I want it the same exact <laughs> yeah. way. I don't want something yeah. new. I don't want something the different. The only thing I may experiment with is the side veggies. Like, I might... Like, she's like, "Come here, broccoli? I'm like, broccoli? That's not a Thanksgiving vegetable. No. It's fucking green beans with the little French fried yeah fried onions on yeah. top. Um, I said you can mix up the vegetables a little bit, but I mean I the have, staples will be there. Yes, you have to do this.
1: Have I have to, to do. have my meal. That's what, I look forward to it yes. all year long. Yes. I want that meal. Yes, and
0: why we can't make it any other day of I, the year, I don't know. I, but it's only on Thanksgiving. Because I was like, if you love it so much, I don't know why we don't have it. I'm like, because it's, because special, it's special on that day. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it won't be as Special if I have another. I day. love stuffed co-hogs beyond belief. I will only eat them on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Why don't I make them? I don't know. Yeah. Because that's stupid. But Christmas Eve. They it's come special. out and I'm like, oh, and I have like 10 of them. Yeah. Um, so happy Thanksgiving. Yes. And we will see you at Christmas time. Oh my boop God. Boop. Boop, 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 boop. Mm.
1: Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.